Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Welcome to the program, the Bible Talk program. Good to be with you once again, and it is so great to be following that political expert and also that expert in the Bible, <laughs> Run to Wins, Daryl Wood great guy, does a great job, keeps us informed, uh, and helps us very much in this voting season. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, Definitely, I have some things I want to bring to your attention, but never let that stop you from asking questions of your very own. In fact, I want to start with a, a little teaching session, because we did have a caller who called with a very interesting uh, kind of a, a, a premise uh, a few days ago in terms of dealing with the leadership in the church. Now, let me tell you guys something. I am convinced, I'm absolutely convinced, that when we get before Jesus, that he is going to be uh, judging us about a lot of things, but especially how we handled the Word of God. Oh, yeah, for sure. He did not give us Genesis to Revelations for nothing. Okay? Does that say meditate on the Word of God day and night for nothing? We will be called to account for it. So definitely, that is why it is so important to be strictly biblical. Okay? Because you're not going to be judged by man's doctrine. You're going to be judged by the Word of God. So you need to know what it says. Uh, and we do need to recognize that uh, there there. There is leadership in the church. I've talked to many people. We had a caller with the same direction that, uh, you know, that pretty much everybody's a leader. There's no designated leader and blah, blah, blah. Now, there's some leadership that is not authorized by the Bible. However, there's some leadership that is clearly, clearly biblical, and we need to look at that, okay? Uh, And a lot of people, you know, I'm kind of shocked when people don't believe in, uh, you know, uh, gathering together. And church services, uh, even now we do it virtually uh, because of the pandemic, but definitely 
folks need to know that in the Bible, you're commanded to go to church. It is a command. And uh, God is going to hold us accountable for things that we don't do that the Bible said to do. Notice here, Acts chapter 20, verse 17. If we look at uh, uh, this particular chapter, dealing with leadership. Is there leadership in the church? Yes. Yes. A church is not just a place where all the Christians get together, and then they just do their thing, or, you know, they uh, just have little conversations together. Uh Uh-uh. In Acts chapter 20, verse 17, this is the Bible, not me. It says... Here's what Paul did. He was an apostle, right? It says, uh, and from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. He called the elders of the church together because he had something to tell them, okay? And when they came up to him, he said unto them, you know from the first day that I came into Asia, what manner I had been with you at all seasons. So he began to address them. Now I want to save time, get to some of the important parts of this, but notice what he says. In Acts chapter 20 and verse 26, this is the Bible, where he says, Wherefore I take you to record this day, he says, that I am pure from the blood of all men. That's what Paul could say. Verse 27, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Okay? His job as an apostle was to declare the full counsel of God, and then also to produce scripture. That's what he did as an apostle, right? Now, he tells uh, these uh, elders, here's what he tells them in verse uh, 28, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves, and to all, he says, the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Okay? Right then you're seeing that in the Bible there is leadership in the church. It's not just get together and everybody takes their turn and all the all and free. It isn't. Okay? He says... And to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Overseers here means bishops. To feed the church of God, which is purchased with his own blood. Okay? So right here, you can see that clearly there is leadership in the church. If not, then why is the Bible saying this? And he went on. Okay? He went on. Uh, uh, Paul, Paul continues at verse 29. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Then he says in verse 30, Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. That's why he says in verse 31, Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not, to warn everyone night and day with tears, okay? Preaching the word of God, okay? Doing what God has told them to do. So you can see then clearly that there's leadership in the church. Uh, It's not just titles for titles' sake when you say elder or pastor. These are leadership roles that were given to the church in the Bible, okay? 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17, okay? 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. The church has organization. Like I'm saying, it's not just a group of people that get together and, you know, and just uh, have a good spiritual time. There's a lot to it, okay? A lot that is biblically to it. Look at 1 Timothy 5, 17, okay? Where, once again, who writes Paul, and he writes to Timothy, by the way, who is an elder, pastor of the church. He says this, and some people don't like this word, ooh, but it's in the Bible. 1 Timothy 5, 17, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. So here, 
regardless of what you want to think, okay, it says that there is rulership in the church. <laughs> That's the Bible. So if there's none in your church, then that means then that you're not following the Bible. Let there be elders that rule. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those that labor in the word and doctrine. Okay, for the Scripture says, "Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that uh, that treadeth out the corn, and the labor is worthier is worthy of his keep." So that means there were those who were, let us say, supported as they taught the Word of God, not to be rich, okay? In fact, a real, true pastor, elder, teacher of the Word of God is not trying to get rich off of the Word. He is trying to get spiritually rich by serving God and doing what God has told him to do. But I want you to see how there is structure in the church and leadership in the church. And all of this, all y'all in free, and we all, no, God has given each of us ministries, and there is leadership in the church. Notice Hebrews 13. Hebrews chapter 13, and here at verse 7. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Here's a word, a word that people don't like to hear today, but still is biblical, right? Here, Hebrews 13, verse 7. Remember them that have rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation or their lifestyle, that have the rule over you. There's rulership in the church. Yeah. Pastors, deacons, ushers, uh, it's an orderly arrangement. Clearly, we see that uh, being talked about in the Word of God. But it's amazing that there's some who want to deny that today and act as if something is wrong. I had, uh, someone said there shouldn't be titles in the church. People shouldn't be called pastor and elder. Uh, but they have no trouble going to someone who calls itself a physician. Uh, a title does not boost you. A title merely describes what your function is. That's it. Okay? Doctor. That describes what he does. Police officer describes what he does. That's all it is. They're not meant to boost you in any way. Uh, it defines what you're doing, uh, what God has given you to do. Notice also Hebrews 13, verse 17, where it says, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, and they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. There are the, true, the church has rulership. Right? God has ordained rulership in the church. Okay? And uh, definitely, if you are called by God uh, to true leadership, you better be very careful, because more comes on you with the position that God has given you to have. And look at here, in um, Hebrews, in verse 24, finally, uh, Hebrews 13 and 24, where it says, okay, Salute all them that have the rule over you. There is rulership in the church. Okay? Salute all them that have rule over you. And all the saints, uh, they of Italy, salute you. So we need to realize, we could go more into this, but please understand that the church is not some disorganized group of people who show up for a club and they just share and go home. Uh-uh. It's organized. There's teachers. There's deacons. There's, it's, it's an organized body that has uh, leadership over them. That's the way it is in the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Of course, any question you have 
uh, about the Word of God is welcome here. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Do I have a challenge for you? Oh, yeah, I certainly do. I have a challenge from a particular, uh, uh, some particular verses in Scripture. I'm dealing with Paul again, and he says something that to me uh, sounds kind of alarming. I want to know how you interpret this. Okay, First Corinthians, okay, First Corinthians, and in chapter three, what is Paul talking about over here? Right, uh, go with me as I take you to First Corinthians chapter three and verse ten. Verse ten. I want to know from you. What is Paul talking about here? And what does this mean for us in the body of Christ? 1 Corinthians 3 and 10, where Paul writes, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds thereupon. Then he says, But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Uh-oh. Take heed how you build thereupon. Then he says this, verse 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. And no other foundation. Do you hear this? No other foundation can a man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Got to have the right foundation. Then... Verse 12, now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. Watch this now. Okay, verse 13, every man's work, and it's generic here, it means women too. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. What does that mean? And the fire shall try every man's work of what short it is. Do you hear that? Okay. It says, for the fire shall try every man's work of what short it is. What kind of fire are we talking about? Is this the fires of hell? What do you mean? It says, now in verse 12, now if any man's work, I'm sorry, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, that's verse 12, then verse 13, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try or test every man's work of what short it is. What's Paul talking about? Then verse 14, if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. But then verse 15, if any man's work shall, uh, if any man's work shall be burned, what does he mean, works burned? If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Listen to this. Verse 15, if any man's work uh, shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so by fire. Would someone please? Would someone in the listening audience, someone, okay, would some Christian please tell me what does it mean 
here in verse 15 where it talks about suffering loss. What is that talking about? If you know the answer, if you think you know the answer, give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. What is that verse talking about? Who is a part of that? And what does it mean to suffer loss? What is going on in 1 Corinthians chapter 3? If you know, give me a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, now, definitely, we need to talk about this, but anything that is on your mind is welcome here. Do we have a caller? We've got to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. My name is Bernadette, and I am a parishioner at St. Joseph's on the Brandywine. Joe Biden has been part of our parish for more than 40 years. Our sons became friends when they were in first grade, and ever since, I've known Joe and the entire Biden family. Even now, when Joe's back home, we see him at Mass on Sunday. You can tell how important Joe's faith is to him. It's what motivates everything. Joe's beliefs, his values, the kind of president Joe would be. Joe Biden knows what it means to be your brother's keeper, to care for those around you and lift up those who are suffering. Their values Joe learned from his mom and dad and from the nuns who taught Joe his Catholic faith. That's Joe Biden, a man guided by faith. I'm Joe Biden, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Biden for president. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I'm going to go to the phone lines now and talk to Don. Don, how are you doing? Hello, Mr. Ro- or Mr. Moss. Ross, Ross, yeah. how do we pronounce it? Moss. Emery Moss. All right. Don't let any moss grow underneath your feet. You understand? <laughs> sure won't. It's a joke. All right, because we're not going to burn that up for you, brother. Now, what's the question? Well, the question uh, uh, on the table is, what's happening over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, where it says, uh, where Paul talks about this, he says in verse 11, uh, For no other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Then verse 12, Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall test every man's work of what sort it is. Then he says, if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. But if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. What's he talking about? Well, this is, I don't believe I'm interpreting this any way than which Paul, the Apostle Paul, I mean, remember, Paul was a Pharisee, and boy, did he ever like to see results when he was, was not a Christian. He loved to see people suffering for what he thought at that time as a Jew was, you got to pay God, or you got to pay your consequence, you got to cough that stuff up. That's not your, that's not your property. Now, uh, cough it up. Like with the way he did with Steve or Stefan or however you want to pronounce it. What I see is like whatever you put your uh, – I could, I could go on with what Jesus talked about where your heart is, there is, will your treasure be. My treasure mm-hmm. is with the Father. Now, everything that I own is going to be burned up one day. But people use possessions. They use sex. They, you name it to fulfill their desire. And those people like that, like we have in government today, of course, they're, they're going to have to pay the consequences, uh, Mr. Morris. Well, I hear you. I hear you, Don. But what kind of judgment is this? Because what Paul says, now, he's not a Pharisee here. We know he wasn't. He was a Pharisee, but the Pharisees, you know, they want to, wanted him to die because he was preaching well, they, the gospel. They wanted a pound of, the Pharisees wanted a pound of flesh. They wanted, they wanted like, tit for tat, you know, whatever... You, oh, it's going to cough. We'll take your blood. We'll take your organs. We'll they wanted to house. kill him because of the fact that he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what it was about. He was a Christian. He was being persecuted. But he was a Pharisee. Okay? But that's right. They wanted to go. And then he says this in verse 15. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet is by fire. Okay. Because you know the Pharisees wanted uh, him to be killed because they are, they're the ones who also crucified Christ, along with the Romans. Right. So what do you get out of it? Well, I got to wait. I, mean, I, I do get eternal life, life, obviously. You obviously get eternal life. life. All right. Let me go and talk to Philip. <laughs> Thank you. Right. I'll give my assessment right. later. He's trying to be slick. Thanks for calling, buddy. Now, we call area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Philip and see what his take is on uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Very interesting verse. Philip, are you with us? Philip, going once, going twice. 
All right. Looks like Philip has uh, uh, left the building. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, a Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. As uh, we continue to look here at the Bible, and uh, we had a discussion about church leadership, which is clear. The Bible does outline leadership for the church. Uh, one of the fears that I, I have as we go uh, into the future is where we're getting more loose and loose in the church. Uh, people seem to have problems with organization, but everything God does that's good is organized. Eh? So nothing's wrong with that at all, and the Bible does have leadership and it does have organization. All right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you have any questions at all, as you always know, you can kick my questions to the curb and uh, deal with the question of your very own. All you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it seems to be talking about a judgment. The question is, what kind of judgment are we looking at here? Where Paul writes here in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 3 and verse 11, for no other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. My question to you is, what is this talking about? What is it that Paul is referring to? Okay? Uh, and what did he mean that the fire will try every man's work of what sort it is, and if any man's work uh, that he built, any man's work abide, which he built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. So there are rewards to be received. But then verse 15, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved as yet by fire. What is going on in these verses? If you know, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Do we have a caller? Philip, you're on the air. Hey, Pastor Moss, how are you? Real good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I think I've got – okay, so the, theologically speaking, this term is called the Bema, or the Bema. It's the judgment seat for believers that we're going to go um, before Christ – and everything that we have done via the Holy Spirit, our works through the Holy Spirit for Christ to help further his kingdom will be judged. And that's okay. what he's talking about by the uh, gold, silver, precious stone. Uh-huh. So, and I guess the opportunities that we that we missed, maybe that, you know, hey, the Holy Spirit was telling me to plant a seed to somebody and maybe I didn't or, or whatever reason, that will also be judged. Although, you know, they're saying – I myself will be saved. So in other words, everything's going to be judged that I've done via the Holy Spirit and what I've done to help further God's kingdom. Uh, uh-huh. Well, I think um, you're giving a, a fair assessment of it, right? Because in other words, what you're saying is that this is not a judgment 
for non-believers, this judgment here is for believers, right? Correct. Right. This is the judgment. Yeah, this is not the white throne. This is judgment for believers. The Bema or the Bema. I'm not sure how you particularly pronounce that. Well, that's good enough. <laughs> as long as you've got that, that B on it, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, but can you help us with this? The part that, that's intriguing, all right, is verse 15, Philip, where it says, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. Now, what loss would, would uh, this, is a, this is a Christian judgment, okay? What loss is it that uh, a Christian would suffer? Um, the lost opportunity in heaven that I could have. Mm, well, what do you mean by that? Um, well, I guess, you know, what I've done here, um, I will, I'm not going to get the reward that I could have gotten in heaven that I, that I had the opportunity here. So in other words, I lost an opportunity here to be rewarded in heaven. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So in other words... Uh, and, and so the sorrow, well, explain to me this, what would be the sorrow that a Christian could have at this kind of a judgment? Um, just, you know, the, I guess a loss, you know, not doing something that was not maybe pleasing to God, mm-hmm. um, based off, you know, an opportunity that I had that I missed. Hmm. Okay, okay, right. An opportunity that you missed. In other words, standing before Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for your sins, okay, and then finding out in any way that there's anything you did that was displeasing to him, that probably could cause you, you know, some turmoil inside. Would you agree? Correct. Right. So I'd be, it'd be like, oh, I cannot believe, you know, I missed that. You know, why did I do that? It'd be something like a shameful thing that I have at that point in time. Uh, that's right. So, so, so even though then, and, and I, and I, I see where you're going with them. I'm on the same page as you. One thing we as Christians don't have to worry about is hell. Uh, but that doesn't mean we don't have a judgment. We have the Bema Seat judgment, which is intended to reward us, but Definitely, uh, you know, the best thing we can hear is where for Jesus to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what we want. But wow. Correct, if, right. If there's things Here's your that, reward. Yeah, yeah. But if there's things mm-hmm. that we've done that uh, we shouldn't have done, and these things, uh, you know, uh, cause us to be to feel bad before our Savior. Now, we're going to make it in heaven. I'm sure he's going to wipe the tears from our eyes, but my goodness. And the thing to contemplate, uh, I know one thing. I don't know about you, uh, Philip. I'm, I'm not a perfect person. Are you? Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> I'm so thankful that, you know, Jesus did what he did on the cross for me um, because, you know, that's the only way. Um, another question I had, Pastor Ross, has to do with Matthew chapter 12 and uh, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. My wife and I were having this conversation. I was going to see if you could maybe possibly clear something up for me. Okay, what is your direct question? What is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? Right, yeah. So in, you know, in verse, say, like 31, therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, um, the way I interpret that is Okay, let's say, um, you know, I don't accept the Holy Spirit itself. In other words, I know Christ died, but maybe, you know, and 
not accepting the Holy Spirit's conviction would be a blasphemy against God. Is that right? Well, in a sense, it would be. In a sense, it would be a form of blasphemy. There's many different forms of blasphemy. Uh, well, the, and the thing that's interesting about this, you ask a good question, that there, there, uh, there are many different forms of blasphemy. This blasphemy we're talking about here, though, can't be forgiven. Before I became a Christian, you know, uh, when I went to church as an unsaved person, I used to make fun of things that I saw in church, you know. It was like blasphemy, but it wasn't what this is talking about. The good news here, uh, 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 Philip, is that your, your question is answered in the chapter, okay? And once you get it, you'll understand it perfectly. Here in Matthew chapter 12, where... Uh, what it says, and that, let's see, I'm going to get to the key part uh, to help here, where, first of all, we need to go earlier. In uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. Now, watch what happens here, and you'll see what I'm talking about. The Pharisees did something that was just horrifying, okay? It says, uh, Matthew 12:22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a demon. Okay, that's what it says. This person was brought before Jesus, and it says the devil, but it means a demon. Blind and dumb. And he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. Now, that was a miracle, right? Correct, yes. Clear miracle, okay? Uh, all the people were amazed. Now, the people watching it were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? This has to be God's work. Look at what's happening here, okay? Right before their eyes. But, verse 24, but when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the demons. Well, so here they saw God's power in action. And instead of contributing that to God, through Jesus Christ, they said it was the devil. In other words, if you are hardened in that position, okay, and you see God do a miracle, and you say that that's of the devil, there's no hope for you. You remember over in John chapter 11, Philip, when uh, Lazarus was raised from the dead? Yes. They said the same thing then. In fact, mm -hmm. they wanted to kill Jesus, the, the Pharisees. And Pharisees, they wanted to kill Jesus and Lazarus. So if you can see God's power fully on display and deny it, okay, mm -hmm. then that's what it means. Uh, that is what it means. That's an unforgivable sin. Because you refuse to accept any light that is given to you. Notice how Jesus sums it up. He says in verse 30 here, Matthew chapter 12, verse 30, He that is not with me is against me. He that gathers not with me scatters abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. So it's not that blasphemy can't be forgiven. Blasphemy can, except this one kind. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, if you just talk about Jesus, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world nor in the world to come. So if you can look at God's power right in front of you and you deny it, okay? In fact, that's what the devil does. He knows that he's going to lose. Uh, you commit the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which is unforgivable. In fact, we believe that the only persons who can really commit this kind of blasphemy are unbelievers. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so like, yeah, if you know that the, the truth, you know the truth, but you kind of deny that, right? 
Absolutely. Uh, think of it. Isn't that what the devil did? Here he is in heaven. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And he wants to be uh, like God. And, and it's amazing that he had in, in other uh, angelic beings to follow him. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when you can look right at God's power and deny it, okay, there's no forgiveness for you because you don't want any forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. The following is a public notice for people suffering with fibromyalgia symptoms. Researchers from the University of Illinois College of Medicine have developed the first definitive blood test for the biomarkers of fibromyalgia. Those who test positive may qualify for an FDA-approved clinical trial of a breakthrough symptom-eliminating treatment. Previously, a fibromyalgia diagnosis could not be confirmed. Now, participants can have definitive confirmation of this debilitating disease. The test is covered by nearly all insurance plans, and FM Test can even arrange to have your blood test done by a licensed medical professional in the comfort and security of your own home. If you suffer from chronic fatigue, mental fogginess, or chronic pain, it may be fibromyalgia. Take this opportunity to get the first and only definitive test. If you test positive, you could be among the first to receive a breakthrough treatment formulated to eliminate all fibromyalgia symptoms. Space is limited, so go now to myfmtest.com. That's myfmtest.com. Myfmtest.com. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice, and he's five, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed, and when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs, and then bless Elmo and Big Bird. And so, <laughs> right. and she went into Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 
Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss and Pat. How you doing, Pat? Um, I'm doing fine, Pastor. How are you? Good, good. Do you have a question? Yeah. No, I was. I had an answer, or I thought I had an answer for um, the question you had about what we had as loss. With, with that last gentleman was talking about what what we were going to lose. Oh, okay. Uh, how can you contribute? Uh, give us what you think. Well, we're not going to lose our salvations, but I think what we will lose is the crowns that we were supposed to be given, as in for like the soul-winning crowns. I, there, I believe there's five total crowns that we were that we were going to get. So I, I believe I would count those as losses if we don't receive those crowns at 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 that judgment. I tell you what, I think that you're on to something, uh, and this is uh, this becomes uh, kind of a wake-up call for Christians. Now, because we always, I mean, definitely we're not going to hell. But uh, right. just because we're not going to hell, uh, the other thing is we don't want to do that. But also, we want to be pleasing to Christ. And so what we find out, well, and, uh, and the first caller was correct as well, uh, Don, we're not going to uh, be at the white throne judgment, but the Bema Seat judgment, we're going to be there. And, uh, and and that's something to to, uh, to think about. It's something to think about. We want to be pleasing in His sight. It says clearly, uh, as you pointed out here, in First uh, uh, Corinthians three fifteen, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved uh, by yet is by fire. Okay, so you'll be saved. Yeah. But verse fourteen says, "Here's what you want: if any man's work shall abide, which he had built thereupon." He shall receive a reward. And all that means is the reward doesn't put you above anybody else. That's just where Jesus says, well done, my good and faithful servant. And you receive a crown that you can turn around and throw at his feet and worship him. So definitely uh, the worst thing for us as a Christian, for me as one, is to not be pleasing to Christ. So. Now, 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 wouldn't this also contribute to where he says the wailing and gnashing of teeth? That is also for us as believers as well, because for the ones who don't have crowns to throw at his feet. But then again, he wipes our tears after the end. Well, I don't know if our teeth will be gnashing, but I do believe that some tears are going to be there. Uh, and so, oh, he, right, he's going to wipe the tears from our eyes. The idea of the gnashing of teeth that we see uh, in, uh, in, in the Gospels is usually associated with, with literal punishment for sin. So, but the tears, wiping out tears is enough. Can you imagine uh, realizing that you could have served him better and you didn't? Okay, uh, so... But being in heaven, that's the, the, the key thing. I always, uh, now, let me ask you this question. <laughs> uh, who do you think is going to be the happiest believer in heaven? The happiest I know you know believer? Uh, who oh, will be, who do you think, will be the happiest, uh, as far as we know now, with the evidence we have, biblically, biblically and otherwise, who do you think is going to be the happiest believer in heaven, even though this person won't have a crown? No doubt. Me. <laughs> I would say me. I want to be the happiest one there. Because <laughs> I mean, you know what I think going to be? You've got to go to Luke 23, the thief on the cross. Thief on the cross, yes. you know, yes. he, he wasn't a missionary. He, nothing good he could do. He died, you know, for his crime, which he admitted he done. Yes. But Jesus forgave him and said to him, this day shalt thou be with me in paradise. So I know he's overjoyed. I think he's going to be as happy as can be. He'll be adjusting uh, everybody else's crown. <laughs> so, 
Well, but, see, and, and that's where and that's where I get into I get into arguments with people, and I've gotten into them with people in the past. They're like, well, you know, because it talks about, um, well, that's where they, some of the people believe that you must be baptized to be saved, and and I I say no. But they're like, well, I said, I always bring that up. What about the thief on the cross? They're like, well, that was a different dispensation. And it's like, no, I, I don't believe that. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not wrong at all. Now, of course, everybody who can be baptized should be baptized. But Correct. if you die and you're not able to do it because of your situation, of course you're going to go to heaven. Yeah, that is right. uh, stretching too far. And the thief on the cross is a good example of that. Perfect example of that. Yeah. But, so yeah, they, but they always throw up. They always throw up that. Oh, that was a different dispensa- uh, dispensational in time or whatever. And it's like, no, I, I'm not buying that. I think they're trying to get too religious for their own good and and making God's word harder than it needs to be. Because I'm sorry, Romans ten nine through thirteen. Through, 10, 9 through 13 doesn't say that. It says if you confess with your mouth with your mouth and believe in your heart, that's what it says. Yeah, and it's clear in the Bible that it's not the water that saves you anyway, okay? Uh, it's the Word of God that actually does the saving. Uh, water uh, is clearly pointed out in, in Scripture to, uh, in fact, let me find uh, the, the passage here, over in First uh, Peter and in chapter 3, verse 21. We need to realize that, the, you know, when you're in the water, that's symbolic of the death and burial of Jesus Christ. First Peter 3.21 says, the like figure whereunto even baptism. Now, figure means symbol. The like symbol, Mm -hmm. whereunto even baptism, doth now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, because that's all water can do, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of the dead. So what saves the person is not the baptismal water, okay? Uh, What saves them, uh, you're born again by the word of God. In fact, uh, the water, and I does talk about, someone would say, well, it talks about water uh, in the text. Well, it does. First Peter one twenty three uh, says this: being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Okay, so that is what cleanses you. And Ephesians five twenty six says, just to give you the, the last one here, because you meet some of these guys, and I have no trouble. I believe in, in uh, baptism, but uh, definitely sure. there are people who. Don't get to make it to the uh, baptismal pool. says here in verse, in Ephesians uh, uh, 5 and 26, that he may sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. It is the word of God. The water is symbolic of the word of God that, uh, that engulfs you when you're saved, right? That's what it's talking about, the water of the word. And the physical water is just a symbol of it, my friend. Yes. And like it says, there is no remission of sins without the shedding of the blood. So that's what it's all based on right there. That's what it's based on. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for the discussion, my friend. Call anytime. Yeah, have a good night. All right. You too. I could say that number to call is area code 866-423-9578. And it is. That's the number I just gave it. Uh, I don't know if you can get in. Uh, if uh, Well, if our studio technician lets you, that's okay. We don't have much time, at least if my clock is right. But uh, definitely uh, welcome to the uh, program. Some of you are just logging on. I think it's time for a break, is it? Take a break. We'll be right back. This is Albert Mower for townhall.com. So what's really up when you hear controversy over how judges are to apply the Constitution of the United States? 
Actually, more than most citizens understand. Here is the plain and simple issue at stake. In the early 20th century, liberal justices on the Supreme Court began to argue for what they called a living constitution. They meant that the constitution had to be understood as a document that judges must make relevant for their own times. This is how they came up with a supposedly constitutional right to abortion, for example. Conservative justices are originalists, meaning they read the Constitution as it was written, in its original meaning. If the judges get to make up new meanings of the Constitution and essentially legislate, we're ruled by judges, not by law. All that is at stake in the fight for the Supreme Court, and you can see why it is so important. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. For those considering careers in politics and policy. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. There's nothing worse than thinking that your Medicare benefits are going to cover routine medical expenses like vision, dental, and prescription benefits, only to find that when an emergency arises, your Medicare plan is full of gaps that don't even begin to cover your medical emergency. How would it feel to have to go into debt because your Medicare program didn't cover everything 100%? Studies show that 95% of Medicare recipients pay more than $5,000 per year on out-of-pocket medical expenses. At SnapMedicare.com, we understand how important it is for you to be prepared for any type of medical emergency. All it takes is a quick phone call to 800-359-5939 to find out exactly where you stand with your Medicare coverage and to save thousands on future costs. Call 800-359-5939 now to make sure your Medicare plan includes provisions to cover any gap in coverage. Whether you have questions about Part A or Part B Medicare coverage, remember, call SnapMedicare.com, 800-359-5939. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, this is uh, Pastor Moss with you here on Bible Talk. We've got Darren on the line. How you doing, Darren? Hey, Pastor, how are you today? Just great, buddy, just great. Good, good, good. Hey, Pastor, i got a question for you. Um, so, would, um, uh, let's see, Matthew 10 and uh, the 34th, 10 and the 34th through the 36th verse. And uh, you want me to read it to you? Or? 
Yeah, in Matthew chapter 10, and you said verse uh, 43? Um, 34 through 36. Okay, to 36, where it says, um, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to Uh send peace, but a sword. Okay, is that it? Yes, that one. I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and daughter against her mother, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies or foe shall be they of his own household. Wow. Yeah, what yeah. about those verses? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get some clarification on it. <laughs> okay, here it is, that Jesus Christ did not come to bring just peace. Mm-hmm. Peace comes with truth. In other words... Um, the gospel can divide people. If you accept it, some people have experienced it already. You come to Jesus Christ, sometimes there's family members that don't want to have anything to do with you. Some of them are in the kingdom of the cults. Uh, Some of them are Islamic. Some of them uh, believe that uh, gay marriage is okay. Uh, And even though you want to talk to them and tell them about Jesus, and, you know, sometimes, you know, it causes problems in the family. That's why... Uh, in, 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 Jesus said, I didn't come to just bring peace, okay? I came to bring truth, okay? And it's only the truth of the gospel that's going to set you free, okay? But uh, definitely, it, uh, until then, it can cause some real problems, yeah? It can divide families. I'm sure you've, you've seen that happen, haven't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. somebody for sure. gets saved, and uh, all of a sudden, their family, that's why you got to love Jesus Christ, love for God sure. above everything, mm-hmm. Uh, because the Bible says that the truth will set you free. Okay? And uh, it's not that we attack, we, we come against others, but they come against you. I want to talk to people. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but there's some that get just enraged by the very idea that uh, you, believe, you, you believe the gospel, which says that Jesus is the only way to God, the Bible is the only word of God, and certain things are sins, and I love you, but i got to tell you what the Bible says. Right, right. Well, thank you, sir. That answers that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Pastor. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right. All right. Good show today. Good callers. I appreciate your calls. Uh, and we're going to continue, as always, to deal with the Word of God. That is the focus on the Bible Talk program. So if you know folks who have questions, uh, uh, they can call and, uh, and talk to me, even though, you know, I have an agenda that I start out with. Definitely your agenda is welcome as well. And the number to call, write it down. You'll be a first caller, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you want to keep us on the air, send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, and make our those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. It goes to keep this program going. And uh, we've been uh, uh, on radio for a long time because of your generous, God-blessed giving. So we encourage you to continue to do so. P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very, very much. So I know we don't have much time. But I want to encourage you to stay on this program, for this radio station, for some of the best Christian programming you can find. A lot of good scholars here. Uh, definitely WLQV is doing a great job. And we've got some of the greatest technicians like Marcus who we're working with tonight uh, here uh, to help us. So make sure you don't miss a single program. 
Uh, and remember, uh, Sunday, log on to strictlybiblical.org uh, for our live streaming service. Also, Tuesday, prophecy class tomorrow, strictlybiblical.org can tell you how to get on that from 11 to uh, 12.30. All right. So God bless you, everyone. Uh, uh, Marcus, is it time for me to go? Okay, buddy. You told me to go. God bless everybody. I'll see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.